Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Watchdogs Bark. My name is Drew. I am your host, and I consider myself a watchdog. And what is this? Episode four. Fantastic. Hey, for those of you who have listened to any of the one, two, or three, I really appreciate you doing that. And I hope you'll follow me on the rest of this journey as I expose those who want to destroy the U.S. and want to rule the world. I know that sounds crazy, but I can show you why and who they are. I'm going to expose them all. And uh, I'm doing this because I need people to wake up and understand what has happened in our country and in the world over the last few decades, but the real acceleration has started happening within the last five to 10 years. So today we're going to talk about what is happening on our southern border. And I will tell you right from the beginning, it's all on purpose. That's right. I wish I could tell you that the reason why Joe Biden undid many of the things Donald Trump did to secure our border is because he just hated Trump. And I'm sure that's part of it. But I think it is on purpose and for a very specific reason. Joe Biden has basically ceded control of our southern border to the Mexican cartels, the drug and human smuggling cartels. So far since Joe Biden has been in office, four million illegal immigrants have come across our border since Joe Biden reversed Donald Trump's policies. Uh, we also have heard from the experts that an estimated one million gotaways, those are the people that weren't caught and didn't uh, file for asylum. And you can see the videos. You can, there's lots of videos of people running across, even in camo and black and with their hoodies up, just so they can't be seen. They don't want to declare asylum. They want to get into the country illegally. And many of these people coming into the country are single men between the ages of 18 and 30. Also, in this group that has come across the border so far, a record 89 people on the FBI's terrorist watch list have been apprehended. So if you think, if 89 have been apprehended, how many haven't been caught? How many people on the FBI's terrorist watch list now reside in the country? Also, a reporter showed uh, the last way station. It's right by this big cement wall, and it's like 100 to 200 yards from the border. And it's the last place uh, illegal immigrants stop before they make the trek and either turn themselves into the authorities and declare asylum or sneak across the border without being seen. And at that spot by the big cement wall, you have passports, uh, plane tickets, other identification papers, money, and all of these things are from all over the world. These illegal immigrants aren't just coming in from our southern uh, American countries. They are coming in from 
all over the world, 130 countries. Some of these countries hate America and want to do us harm, actually refer to the USA as the Great Satan, and have been chanting in their riots, Death to America. I wonder which countries I could be talking about. Hmm. And again, when I say which countries, I don't mean the people in that country. I mean the governments that are getting these people riled up. Most of the people in those countries, in Iran, in China, in uh, Russia, in Venezuela, Cuba, all these countries that are falling into disarray and have fallen to socialism or communism and had their country destroyed, the people of those countries are the ones trying to escape. We have no beef against the people of those countries. I've actually met some Iranian people, and they are freaking awesome. (laughs) We had uh, downstairs neighbors when I lived in California when I was married. And uh, our downstairs neighbors were Iranian, and we had some wonderful conversations with them. And they told us, hey, everyone in Iran wants the Western ideal, wants freedom, wants uh, to be able to buy blue jeans and uh, bubble gum and all the different things like that that they can buy and listen to rock music and all that stuff. It's everyone. I really believe this with all of my heart. Every human being has an innate desire for freedom. And those that live in countries that are so uh, opposite of free, oppressed and Uh, repressed and, uh, you know, dictatorial and totalitarian and tyrannical. The citizens of those countries want freedom. And I have not met a single citizen of any foreign country around the world that hates America. They love America. It's their government's that hate America. And why do they hate America? Because Americans have freedom, at least for right now. Many foreign dictators despise our U.S. Constitution because they believe it puts way too many limitations on the power of the leaders. Yep, exactly. That's exactly why the Constitution was written, to prevent tyranny. Okay, back to our southern border. Sorry, I I tend to sometimes go off on tangents like that. My brain goes 100 miles an hour all the time. I'm trying to stay focused this time. I've recognized in my past podcast that I do tend to go off on tangents and discuss a lot of things. So I'm trying to focus and get all of this information about the southern border out of the way first before going on to other things. Okay, back to the southern border. The thing that really disturbs me the most are two things. Women and children that are making this treacherous journey across Mexico and uh, southern American states to get to our southern border put their fate and pay the cartels. And if they can't pay the cartels, and I hear the price is like ten to $15,000 per person, 
If they can pay that, then the cartels transport them, no problem. If they can't pay that, then the cartels say, no problem. When you get to the U.S., you can work that payment off. Well, guess how they work that payment off? Either as sex workers or drug mules. Those are the choices. Also, many of these women and children are raped and sexually abused along the way to our southern border. And I heard that there was an ad in um, some classifieds that said that they were looking for drivers. Drivers to come from South American countries or Mexico and drive into the U.S. And they were paying like insane amounts of money, like ten, twenty-five thousand dollars for one trip. Well, what was really happening is they're entrapping innocent, naive people into indentured servitude. Basically, what's happening is they are paying these people this really large amount of money. And it's true. That first trip is that way. But then the next trip, they're not paying anything. And the reason why is in that first trip, they install cameras all over those cars. So they record everything. So the people that thought they were just driving a car, after it's revealed that that car is actually carrying lots of fentanyl and other drugs or other human beings, now they are human smugglers or drug smugglers. And the cartels now have them blackmailed. Now they say, now you're going to drive for us and we're not going to pay you a thing. Or we'll pay you a little minuscule amount that you can barely get by on. That's how they trap people. These cartels are pure evil. I believe, personally, these drug and human smuggling Mexican cartels need to be classified as terrorist organizations. And we need to treat them like terrorist organizations. Until we do that, they're going to continue to take advantage of our open borders and our lack of immigration policy. The other thing that's really disturbing is the drugs. Uh, there have been millions of pounds of drugs seized at our southern border. In one single drug bust, our agents apprehended and seized, rather, 10,520 pounds of fentanyl. And just to let you know, the average adult human can be killed by two milligrams of fentanyl. And they seized 10,520 pounds of fentanyl. And let's not forget where this fentanyl is coming from. There is no fentanyl being made here in the U.S. It is only being made in China and Mexico. 
It used to be all made in China and shipped to Mexican cartels and they drove it over. But now China is actually just shipping the chemicals to Mexican cartels and they have taught themselves how to make the pills. And they are lacing all kinds of recreational drugs with fentanyl. In this country, we do not have an overdose problem. We have a mass poisoning problem. Over the last two years, or for the last two years, rather, over 100,000 people have died of drug overdose, and the majority of those deaths are from fentanyl. So what is really happening? It's not overdose. It's a mass poisoning. And it's on purpose, thanks to the Chinese government. Not only that, but I don't know if you've seen the pictures. They are actually making what's called rainbow fentanyl. That's colored pills to be attractive to children. And there was a story of a child that ingested some fentanyl dust in a park in San Francisco, like yesterday. And luckily... Someone was there that recognized that the breathing problems and stuff that the children was going through was really a drug reaction and was able to get a Narcan dose and save that child. Mexican cartels and China do not care about how many people are killed with fentanyl. One other thing really quickly about the border. You remember the story of the Border Patrol agents on horseback? And how they supposedly whipped the Haitian migrants. Well, Alejandro Mayorkas, who was supposed to be in charge of this, actually knew two hours before he came forward and made his public announcement that the photographer that took that picture said that there was no evidence whatsoever of these horsemen whipping these migrants. Uh, Those were split reins that they used to control the horses and nothing else. And yet Mayorkas and our president and vice president came forward and told lies about this. Listen for yourself. We know that those images painfully conjured up the worst elements of our nation's ongoing battle against systemic racism. And then shortly after this, Listen to what our president and vice president said. To see people treated like they did, horses barely running them over, people being strapped, it's outrageous. I promise you those people will pay. It also evoked images of some of the worst moments of our history where that kind of behavior has been used against the indigenous people of our country, has been used against African Americans during times of slavery. All of this was a lie, a complete lie. And those Border Patrol agents that were on the horses were relegated to desk jobs and their reputations were ruined. So, yes, Alejandro Mayorkas needs to either resign or answer for why he lied to the American public when he knew better. Now, one of the reasons why this is all happening on our southern border and why the uh, Biden administration has opened it up 
is because they're hoping that all of these illegal immigrants that make it into our country will eventually pass some kind of amnesty and they'll all be future Democratic voters. Well, funny thing is, a lot of the illegal immigrants come from countries that have Christian values and they're recognizing when they're in this country that the left is trying to do what they have escaped from. The left is trying to bring Marxism, socialism, and communism to this country. And it's causing a lot of these illegal immigrants to take pause and actually consider voting for Republicans. This is all also happening to destroy the U.S. and its independence. And the reason why I say that is if the U.S. was completely independent, that would make the U.S. impenetrable to control from the globalists. And the globalists want to control everything in the world. And they cannot afford to have any country independent. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you read recently, but Netherlands has, the Netherlands government has started seizing 30% of farms in Netherlands. The reason why? Again, they cannot have these, that mean they, meaning the globalists, and I will cover who the globalists are very soon, I promise you. Uh, I gave you a hint in either last uh, podcast or the one before, World Economic Forum. Look up them. Okay, so the globalists cannot afford to have any country in the world independent. And the reason why they are attacking Donald Trump so vigorously and working 24-7 and creating hatred so intense for Donald Trump is because he was trying to get our country back to independence. He was getting us back to energy independence. And if the U.S. was energy independent, not only would our gas and fuel prices and energy prices be much lower, but we would have enough to help our European allies so they wouldn't be dependent on Russian oil. All right. There's a real reason. And it's much different than you think it's about hatred and about Trump being an evil man. It's not. It's about Trump being the biggest threat to world dominance that there ever has been in office. You see, I'm not doing these things to blame one party or the other, although it seems the left has taken over the Democratic Party. I know many Democrats who are really upset about that. They don't want to do these radical policies and stuff that the left is trying to do. And they don't understand that the left is doing this on purpose to destroy the U.S. and its independence so it can just join the giant pool of other countries around the world. They don't want America to be the shining light upon the hill that Ronald Reagan talked about. They want America to just 
be like everyone else. They cannot afford any single country to be an independent leader. And I guess maybe in the next episode, I'll talk about where this is all coming from and why there is such a strong effort to destroy the U.S. and its allies. I'll leave you with one other hint as to what is going on with the globalists, who they are. Um, Many of the globalists, the World Economic Forum and other, uh, the UN, the World Health Organization, I'm giving you a lot more hints. Most of the people that want this domination and control are what are called eugenists. Eugenists really believe that only a billion people should live on this planet. And that is the maximum a number of people that this planet can sustain indefinitely. Number one, that's complete crap. Human beings only occupy about 2% of the total surface area of the earth. Uh, But also, they are okay with getting rid of all the excess population that would take it down to one billion. And of course, they would not uh, sacrifice themselves to be a part of those billions that are uh, eliminated. Uh, I mean, they're the elite. They're the ones who know what's best for this planet and everyone that lives on it because they're much smarter than we are. Uh, You can listen to a couple of people talk. And I'm going to, again, next episode, I'll talk about who they actually are. But right now, I'm just going to say there are a couple of people who have actually publicly admitted that they want to get the population down to a billion people. And they want to do this either by mass extermination or mass sterilization. One thing that's happening naturally, and I do air quotes with naturally, is that men's sperm count has dropped 50% since 1978. I listened to one expert today, actually, said that if this continues in 50 years, men may not be able to procreate. Think about that. Okay, a couple of current events that I want to comment on. Uh, First of all, Elon Musk's ownership of Twitter is literally making the left's heads explode because he is about to reveal a lot of the methods and uh, algorithms that Twitter created to censor conservative thought and what they would call misinformation about anything having to do with the vaccines or masks or uh, the CDC or, or even elections. I want to tell you something that should piss you off. Am I allowed to say that on a family-friendly program? I don't know. Uh, tick you off. Let's say tick you off. And I'll correct it if I go and research and find out that the other word is bad. 
Because I do want families to be able to listen to this together. I want Gen Z to start to wake up. I know some of you are awake, but many of you are not. If 46% of Gen Z actually want socialism, you're asleep and brainwashed. So you need to wake up. Okay, but now we're discovering that uh, Elon Musk has revealed that Twitter and other social media companies had weekly censorship meetings with the White House. Now, everybody keeps saying, you know, kept saying that, oh, these are all private companies. They have the authority to censor whatever they want and, and stop whoever they want to from joining. And that's true. But when they are being guided by our government, that is a violation of the First Amendment. That is unconstitutional and illegal censorship. Not only did the government and these social media companies have weekly censorship meetings, but they also created special portals that the, cover, the government could access to give them very quick access to the people that could censor that information. Government could say, oh, well, hey, that information by the watchdog's bark, uh, no, that can't be published. So you need to block that. That's what happened to the Hunter Biden laptop story. And that was about 15 days before the 2020 election. So that was actually social media and the media companies, the legacy media companies, ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, uh, MSNBC, you know, all these others. That means they were actually interfering in the election. And many on the left are like, well, you know, that we had to, to stop Donald Trump to save democracy. When Democrats are saying save democracy, they mean Democrat control. They want one party control. And again, I think I discussed this before, but I'm just going to reemphasize it again. Only the left wants to eliminate the filibuster, get rid of the Electoral College, pack the Supreme Court, and add D.C. as another state. Why would they do that? If not to make a one-party government. As I said before, the left wants the Republicans to sit down and shut up and let them run everything from now on. So now, just to let you know, two years later, CBS and NBC and other uh, executive and an executive from Twitter, all these outlets are starting to admit that they may have been wrong to censor to censor that story about Hunter Biden's laptop. And they have hired crack teams of investigative journalists that have determined after exhaustive research that Hunter Biden's laptop is completely legit. And all the information, including emails talking about 10% for the big guy, and Tony Bobolinsky being in that email thread and a part of that group that was working with Hunter Biden and his dad, they admitted, yes, 
Joe Biden is the big guy. So now we know 10% of all these deals Hunter Biden was working on with China and Ukraine and Russia and other companies worldwide. Joe Biden, when he was vice president, was getting kickbacks. Just uh, stew on that for just a second. And one last thing I want to talk about is the movie Devotion. Uh, Every once in a while, I will review a movie because I do like movies. And uh, Devotion was fantastic. Uh, It's a little heavy-handed on the racism. Uh, We have a problem with a lot of people that look back on history. They use what's called presentism, where people want to go back and judge everyone in history by today's standards. And you're always going to get a warped view of, his, of history that way. But despite that, it's an amazing, touching story with some really good flying shots. The same guy that did all the flying shots in Top Gun Maverick uh, did the flying shots in Devotion. And fantastic. <laughs> when those... Uh, the Corsairs uh, flying by. Woo-hoo! I'm telling you, that uh, gives me goosebumps. That's that's pure testosterone, those engines are. That and the P-51 Mustang are just the best-sounding airplane engines that exist. So go see Devotion. It's uh, absolutely fantastic. And then last, as I like to do on all of my podcasts... I want to end on a positive note. One of my all-time favorite motivational speakers is Zig Ziglar. And one of my all-time favorite quotes comes from him that says, It is your attitude, not your aptitude, that determines your altitude. Think about that for a second. All of my pilot friends know that when an airplane is upside down and backwards, it's called being in a bad attitude. All you have to do to change that is change your attitude. If you're not flying high enough in your life and achieving enough, change your attitude. I promise you, by doing that one thing, you're going to have a lot more success in life and be a lot happier and have a lot less stress. So once again, that quote, it is your attitude, not your aptitude that determines your altitude. So it's not your ability, it's your attitude I don't know if you knew that or not, but aptitude means ability (laughs) for those who don't know. So altitude is determined by attitude mostly. And with that, I thank you again so much for tuning in. I hope you'll let everyone else know about this podcast. I know uh, it's not as clean and clear as I want yet. I'm working at it. I'm learning as I'm going. Uh, The editing I'm doing all myself. Eventually, I hope to have a whole staff doing this for me with all the sound effect boards and all that stuff. 
uh, you know, that I that you hear on fancy podcasts and radio shows. But right now, it's all me. So uh, I welcome, again, all comments. And please, feel free to comment on how the show is going and what I can improve on. Uh, I welcome all comments. Drew at the watchdogsbark.com. That's Drew at the watchdogsbark.com. And until next time, create an amazing day. <laughs>